What's going on? What's going on? Entertain the Geeky. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. All right, so. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, I guess last week we were talking and you were like, we need to talk about cro- controversial moments in comic history. I just thought it was an interesting topic. It is interesting. I think it's, it's interesting to see how, you know, uh, like our perceptions of what we would consider controversial have changed over the years. Um, because well, some things that seem much controversial back then don't seem as controversial now or right. vice versa, right? Well, like, I mean, I mean <laughs> t- time is one of those things that shifts perspective on everything. And it's like, okay, maybe that wasn't as big of a deal as we had made of it Yeah, at that point sure. in time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, shoot. Do you have a... What are some of the controversial moments? I do. Uh, first off, leave a like if you like what we're doing, because <laughs> apparently that's the thing. So <laughs> It is appreciated. More it's people appreciated. get to see us that way. So. It's appreciated. Give, cool. give, us, give us a like if you like this. Um, yeah, I think one of the big obvious ones to start with is probably Death of Superman. Okay. Right. Going back to the 90s. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because it was, I mean... For the first time in a long time, it was a comic book that had got like national a national spotlight put upon it. Was it was in the news. It was in the papers. They talked about it on nightly news. Uh, and while that is a, a, a thing that happens still to this day, most of the time it happens because of controversy. And I think this was kind of the first example of that. Is is there was a lot of talk of is DC killing the Golden Goose? Uh, uh, is is the death of Superman going to change comics forever? It was it was a whole weird debate among you know news people for right, some reason, right. which was which was just weird. They didn't to even see. fucking read it. That was yeah. the, That's which, the part that's always most odd. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. When 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 I mean that that calls into when Superman's son was uh, a gay character, yeah. and I saw news people saying Dude, Superman's gay now, and I, I was just I, like, I remember what? Seeing, I remember seeing those headlines, and I was like. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, Read a book. And then, and then, it, no, it's not Superman. It's his son. Yeah. Superboy. And he's bisexual. John Kent. Yeah. It's like, Superman's still not gay, motherfucker. So, so this is what I'm saying, though. John Kent, and, and so I, I guess they were right on a, on a certain, from a certain point of view, right? Because John Kent did become Superman. There was a whole time where Clark sure. was off-world dealing with Mongol and the war world and all this, where S- Superman was just John. John was Superman. Right. Because there needed to be a Superman, so he just took his dad's job. Right, and that right. Comic Superman, Son of Kal-El is great. It's a great comic. Anyway, but, but <laughs> what, what made it deserve the attention of of fucking newscasters who don't even read it? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then what happens? This is what <clears throat> happens. So these news outlets put something out on this because the superhero is being killed off, or now he's gay, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, did you hear Superman's a gay?" And yeah. it's like. What the fuck? And then people posted on social media again with zero context. Not I saw, understanding. I saw what's going Dean Kane talking about it. What the fuck? Right, dude? I saw Dean Kane, the guy who played Superman in the New Adventures of Superman, and Lois, or Lois and Clark, yes, the New Lois Adventures Clark, of Superman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm confusing that with the other one. Okay, but uh, yeah, the death of Superman. So not only was it did it have that kind of wide, you know, coverage from newspapers, news outlets, and and you know, nightly news and stuff. Um, but it had comic fans debating and talking and, and about what the implication was. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just something that just had uh, had kind of held the national conversation for a moment. It, so it's funny. Anytime, anytime a debate is struck up amongst 
fans or fanboys, yeah, it's good. It's healthy. Sure. Um, the community speaking is always fun. And, like, that's where you get your, hey, is the Millennium Falcon faster than the uh, USS Enterprise? That, you know, <laughs> that sort of shit. Like, they're funny conversations. No. <laughs> uh, it is not. <laughs> they're funny conversations, though. And people fucking lose their gourds over it. And when you, like, honestly, that's the shit that I wanted this show to be. I wanted those sure. debates and stuff all the time because I'm like, oh, that's magical. Sure. Uh, but, but that, it's insane that, again, right, because there's a lot of controversy. We'll talk about some more here yeah, yeah, as yeah. we go along. But there's a lot of moments that I would argue were way more controversial than just killing off Superman. Sure. That didn't get any coverage that no one talked about. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, but, yeah, Death of Superman, it just dominated the the, the zeitgeist for a while. That, you that know? blew everything up in the 90s, and it got us the <laughs> rebirth of Superman. Oh, the, the reign of the Superman. That was, oh, look, look, I'm going to be honest. That came out when I was young. I liked the reign of the Superman. I liked the mystery of, I was 100% convinced that the real Superman was Cyborg Superman. So the Superman suits that were coming out at that point in time were fucking sick. And well, sure, but, but like, like there was the the reign of the Superman was all about like these four guys and yeah. which one's actually Kal El. Yeah, no, I, I so I remember. I thought it was I thought they had repaired him with cyborg parts. I remember my uncle coming home with a with a Death of Superman comic, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I remember thumbing in the poly bag, with the, end, yeah, thinking it was so sick. The bloody Superman symbol on the cover, and then then all these new Supermen started showing up, and that was. Honestly, that was more exciting than the whole death thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that that's the part Getting to that see like a new public, Superman uh, was, was a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. the part that needed to be publicized. Yeah. Like it was so good. And all those guys are still around, right? I mean it In was some Steel. Way, shape, or form, it was Steel, yeah. it was uh Cyborg Superman, it was Monel, and it was Superboy, right? And they're all still around. They're all characters that stuck around and are part of the story still. But yeah, so Obviously, that was one that, you know, was was really, you know, widely talked about. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was, uh, so there was a comic uh, that Garth Ennis did called Preacher. Uh, and you've, you know, probably seen the TV show. I mean, if, if you're, you're into this kind of stuff. Um, but uh, the comic is, is weirder and I would argue better. So if, you, if, you, if there's any part of you that enjoyed the show, you should definitely check out the comic. It's great. I, I will say in our friend group. That is a comic book that is brought up a lot because it has, like, this cult following. Yeah, yeah. It was a really interesting comic book. Um, uh, but there was a, a moment in it toward the end. might have been the very end. I don't know if it was, like, in the build-up to the end or if it was right at the very end of the story. But we had been introduced across the story to this guy called the Saint of Killers who was, like, this, this supernatural, you know, bounty hunter uh, Constantine type of character <laughs> who hunted angels and demons that were like overstepping. Right. Right. Um, and so in this, uh, I'm not going to go into the, all the whole story, but right within this universe, the rulers of heaven and hell, God and, and Satan Lucifer respectively, right. They can take jaunts about in the real world, uh, sabbatical from their, from their, their duties. And God does take him a sabbatical. And when he comes back to heaven uh, as God, uh, he finds the entire choir of angels murdered, uh, you know, gunshot to the face and head and stuff. Uh, and then he looks over to his, to his God throne, his big throne that he sits on, and the saint of killers is, is sitting there. And he, he, he kind of, God, God sees him and God says, you. And he, he kind of tips his hat back cowboy style and says, me. 
and then he shoots God in the face and God dies. <laughs> so we had talked about this one a little bit last week because yes. Preacher was never one of my stories. Um, what year did you say that happened? That was in the 90s, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I feel like the comic started in the 80s, but went into the 90s, okay. late 80s, early 90s. Because that, you know what that reminds me of? Reminds hmm. me of Dogma. Sure. You, like, yeah, yeah, that's sure. one of those I things mean, that had zero business being blown up by the media, but man, that, oh, it was, that was oh, so it was. fucking controversial. Yes. Everybody's like, Kevin Smith, you can't do this. Yeah. Um, you piece of shit. But no one cared about Preacher, apparently. No. It's just a little image comic. No, no but really, that, that is. No like one really worried about it. Way more controversial yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, the death I mean, of he, Superman. He or killed he, God. <laughs> he, he killed God. God's dead. No more God. Um, uh, you, and, and, and I'm giving that with no context, right? You, 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 you got to read the story. You got to have the buildup. I, I could sit here for 30 minutes telling you about the story, but right. it, it's not really worth just go all read that it. time. Go, go read, read it. Go read it. Don't uh, be lazy. It's a good story, right? But, um, yeah, I mean, no one cared about that. No one talked about that. I mean, I had fellow friends of mine who were reading Preacher who were like, oh, my God, did you see the subletter? I was just like, yeah, oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, definitely, it was definitely one of those things that you feel like uh, that the, should have the media would have attention. Yes. You know, sunk their hooks into yeah. as a reason why kids are shooting other kids and why violence exists in our society because of video games and comic books and stuff like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's surely because we saw God get shot in a comic. Yeah, nonsense. There's, been, there's never been a link between those two things. Uh, also, there's plenty of games. Everyone just assumes, I think everyone just assumes all video games have violence. There are plenty of games that are not violent in any way. There's plenty of, like, story-driven games. One of the things I kept hearing about when, when all that stuff was going on, you know, was, oh, these games are too violent, and they're, they're making violent children. And I'm just sitting over here with my PlayStation controller playing Kingdom Hearts, learning about the power of friendship. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Actually, when I'm done with this, I'm going to go make some new buds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I never understood that, those arguments, but it seems like what they did with Preacher would have been rife for that, right? The courts would have sunk their teeth in. I think because of the size of image at that point in time. Yeah, I mean, there maybe. Was, there yeah. wasn't a way that it was. But the, see, I say that, and then dogma was fucking this topic of so much discussion, and like that was an indie movie. Yeah, yeah I would argue that. Uh, no movie past Mallrats is considered an indie movie anymore, right? You think he was too big at that point? Yes. It's not an independent film anymore. And and Dogma, that's the whole problem with Dogma right now is it's not. It's owned by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, the Weinstein it was a, Corporation. It was a Weinstein yeah. Corp production. And so that's why you don't see Dogma anymore, like on the shelf at a video store. Well, it, you know, funny enough, I made sure, because I was telling the kids about it, and I was like, man... This this movie stirred up all kinds of shit. Oh my god, it's and, a great movie, and it's a cool yeah, flick, man. It's a really cool yeah, flick. It's weird. It's so funny. I was like, let's go get a copy of this, and I found a copy of it. Yeah. And made my kids watch it, and they were like, Dad, this is so bizarre. And I was like, Yes, exactly. Yes. But this was like this was the height of Kevin Smith. This was like total expressive yeah, yeah, freedom yeah. and stuff like that. Absolutely. Not that he's not done great shit since then. I mean, oh, I'm absolutely repping his stuff right now. But yeah, um, yeah, no, love the guy. Yeah, love for what sure. he does. Uh, Okay, next, uh, what's what's another controversial moment for you? 
Um, so I guess we'll, we'll go back to one that got a lot of attention, uh, right? Because I, I think that's a that's an interesting balance, right? Is to see the ones that are getting attention sure. versus the ones that are far worse and not getting any attention at all. <laughs> okay. um, so the next one, obviously, they got really, really big attention and the writers got death threats and was, Hydra. was Captain America being a Hydra agent. Yes, Hydra. was Captain America. What, what people said at the time was Captain America being a Nazi. And look, I've heard the arguments. I understand <laughs> this point of view, right? Hydra and Nazis are different. They act the same and they do a lot of the same things, but their goals are much different, right? So I would argue while it is Nazi-esque, Cap was just a Hydra agent. He was an agent of Hydra. Hydra outlasts the Nazis. Hydra has has been aligned with every major you know, world, uh, war, world, you know, conflict, wartime yes. enemy throughout history. So they just use these people to further their own goals. Right. Right. Well, that's what, okay. So just, just speaking from a totally objective standpoint, Hydra is a way of personifying Nazi values and stuff yes. without, without using the symbolism that's there then associated with it. So that's the point of it. Yes. Um, so yes. while yes, they are not the exact same thing, they're kind of the same thing. And I understand where, where an uninitiated could definitely sure. draw that conclusion. Well, and so that's what happened, right? Yeah. We had news agencies <laughs> saying Marvel makes Captain America a Nazi uh, news agencies across the board, right? This got national attention. No, it was, that was, just as big as I think the death, death of Superman. Super, it was yeah. bigger, right? Because of the huge. time we were living in, right? When everybody, the time we live in. It was shared. It was shared yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Death of Superman, we didn't have widespread access to the internet when that comment no, came out. No, we did out. not. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was it was spread everywhere. And again, context is important, right? And I think we, we talked about that with Superman and, and, and his son, John, right? Yeah. Uh, context is important. And the context of the day, if you watched the news, was Marvel makes Captain America a Nazi. And that led to, you know, uh, the writers and the creators and stuff getting emails that said, you know, you're unpatriotic and we're going to kill you and uh, all of these. I mean, they got death threats, which is just ridiculous. Why are you, why, why, why would you <laughs> why do that? Are you death why would you do to that? To the funny book guy. Right. Like the guy that works at Marvel, you're going to send him a death threat, right? That's just insane. And when you should he, be in jail. You know, some of those guys don't make like great money. You know what I mean? They don't Come make on, a lot of money. Here. The dogs, dogs came in. That's that's a thing that happens sometimes. It does. I I, uh, <laughs> I plan on putting a curtain up in this doorway over here. I don't know that a curtain's going to deter dogs. Right, but the gate was obnoxious and a pain in the ass. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass for dogs too. Sure. Um, and everybody will say right. So everybody will say, uh, you know, the the reason the story ended the way it did the reason the story went the way it did is is in response to that backlash and i don't really know who you can trust on this right because the writer would say no it was just oh that was the story we, we, we sketched out the story before we, we wrote had, it we had a fucking storyboard meeting right. we know what we, yeah. we knew where the story was going the whole time that's how that's how the comic industry works i mean you're not pitching an issue at a time you're pitching an arc Right, right, and the 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 publisher then approves or denies it. Um, so ultimately, it's not the guy who they show us as Captain America is not even Captain America, right? Because the Tesseract 
would was had altered the timeline, but it couldn't change Captain America because he's too heroic, it's too awesome, he's too, too patriotic, and it's so instead it split him. Mm-hmm. It took out part of him that it could influence, and then they imprisoned the rest, which was the true Captain America, right? And he right. comes back at the end, and he saves the day and, and whatnot. Does what Captain America does, right? Yeah. So the, the the response came from the the ending of one issue of the book, the first issue of the book, of a nine or ten issue series. I don't even remember. I think it was nine. Look, eight you don't or nine. you don't leave motherfuckers on cliffhangers. I guess not. I guess that's not how the medium works. Because, uh, look, I've been reading since I was a little child, and it's pretty much always worked that way. That's how it works. Right, that way you want to buy the next issue. Right, so yeah. event, so so let the story progress a little bit before you your headline says, Marvel makes Captain America a Nazi. Like, what? You're just inflaming people. Right. You're just trying to make people angry. You, you are being... Uh... <laughs> Why are you doing that? You're, yeah, you're you're just being a provocateur. Yeah, and I'm point. not picking on any you know network specifically. They're all guilty of this. I'll this, pick on all of you. This 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 like panic media that we all live in, where everything is so terrible. Bobshell, breaking news, kaboom! <laughs> right, and it's a it's a fucking uh, car- it's a funny cartoon book. It drives me nuts. It's a comic book, guys. Calm down. <laughs> well, that's the part that's so ridiculous about it. Is it is it's like they've been discounted for years. They were just it was bullshit. Right. It, it was stuff that you well, bought and the, for your and, kid. And I understand the argument, right? Because Captain America was created by Jewish men, sure. right? So I understand the not wanting to Captain America to be a Nazi. Okay, so like let the story play out a little bit. Because I doubt that any writer, I don't care who you are, I don't care if you're the top writer in Marvel and, and everybody loves everything you do and the publisher loves everything you do. If you pitched an idea to the publisher that you're going to change Captain America's history and he's going to be a Hydra guy and going forward, that's the story. The first question of anyone that is, you know, shareholder or in charge or sitting in that room is going to say, so how long until he's not? Right. <laughs> you don't get to keep Captain America being a Hydra guy, we right? Need, we need to make money on him. How long until right. he's a good so guy? So there's no way you're ever going to pitch the idea and get it approved that you're turning Captain America into a Hydra agent and he's going to stay that way. No, no. We need it all wrapped up by the end of the crossover so that we can move on like it never happened. <laughs> I mean, we kind of, we, funny enough, we've had it happen with Spider-Man twice. Oh, there's been, there's, well, it's another controversial moment we'll talk about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it, this one just is ridiculous. No, that one like, was huge. Well, you know what's so funny about it? It's ridiculous how so, the media has brainwashed everyone. So uh, one of the artists in that, I think in that arc, Drew um, Jordan Peterson as Red Skull. Uh, well, I, his, yeah, I don't, and, I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah, so it was this whole thing. So um, what Jordan Peterson did, and totally different figure, has nothing to do with comic books. Right, sure, Okay. Sure. What he did is he started making these uh, hail lobster ties and stuff oh that he God. could sell on oh his website. God. It was Fucking bro, he leaned into it so well, and then sure. he, he bought a bunch of the comics where they used him as the uh, inspiration as Red Skull, and he autographed them. And I'm like, dude, that's sure. fucking brilliant. Like, if somebody, if if you're gonna have this friction with a comic book artist, and they're like, all right, 
all right, cool, man. I'll make money on your work. I'm autographing it. And so, it was so fucking funny. Sure. The yeah. Captain America franchise has been fantastic for that over the last couple of years. Oh, the Captain America fran- I would argue the Captain America franchise is always pretty good, right? Depending on what they're doing. They're sure. I mean, it, like any comic series, there are going to be arcs where you're just like, ah, this isn't as it's good. It's so-so, yeah. Yeah. But I would argue most of Captain America has been pretty good. But the, the, the people that get that job are usually the people that are pretty damn good at this. You know, your Greg Ruckas, your your J. Michael Straczynski's. J. Right. Michael Straczynski just started writing Captain America, by the way. And uh, I've only read one issue, but it was a good issue. I'm, I'm interested in seeing where it goes. Um, but so yeah, that one was just, again, the same kind of media attention. But like, again, just twisting the message and and making people angry for nothing it's it's about being a provocateur if it bleeds it leads it's the same concept yeah, they're like whatever I we know, can do to I stir know. shit up this thing that's supposed to be good and holy <laughs> is evil and he's a nazi sure <laughs> you should write to the publisher yeah no i mean it's, yeah i mean it's it's, it's it's this like i said it's this anger media that we all seem to be stuck in well if you don't if you don't even read it who fucking cares well i don't understand yeah i don't understand why anyone would care that doesn't read captain america right comics. right but, uh, i mean here I, a lot of people did they sent him death threats I, I, I could i guess i could see like if if your kids read it and you were totally just had zero fucking idea what was going on sure. and you're like no i want my kid to have a role model not a nazi in his life the, the, the role yes. model part of him is who saves the day in the end so he will just yeah. give it a few issues. <laughs> it takes a second. It yeah, give it a, a few second. issues for us to understand that. We're telling a story, you know. Uh, but I would argue if if you if you out there you saw that kind of coverage and it made you go, ah, that's terrible. Go read the book. Right, you can still get it. It's still in print. It's like I said, eight or nine issue miniseries, all collected in one book. Yeah, you can get the. You, trade. you can still get it, right? Like read it. Understand that it wasn't as bad as everyone made it out to be. And while it wasn't a great story, it wasn't a horrible story either. I mean, the thing I'm going to talk about next is much worse. <laughs> you know, like, it's not a horrible story. It's actually a pretty decent told we, 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 act one, act two, act three type of story. You preface that really well. What's much worse? Uh, so <laughs> the, the other, this, this next thing is, uh, didn't get any coverage. I mean, it had a lot of comic people upset, but it was uh, Brand New Day. Uh, in Spider-Man, or One More Day, or whatever it was called. Uh, it was essentially the, the the thing where they, like, retconned everything that had happened to Peter and altered it and reset his timeline, <laughs> yeah. right? So all this continuity for Spider-Man, this is what the, the, the editor-in-chief had to say at the time, right? Is there's too much... There's too many branches to Spider-Man's story. We need to condense it back into a single branch, right? Because Spider-Man was a character that had so many comics and he's the same guy in each one. So it's just like, how is he doing all of this stuff? Right. right. Um, and continuity, the, 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 how we kept track of continuity wasn't as tight in the eighties no, and nineties. We, we were as, very liberal with how we, right. Did like it was then, like, yeah. you got an idea for a story. Okay. Write the story. Yeah. We'll, we'll fit it in later. Right. So doesn't have to make sense. This was, yeah, this was Mephisto essentially, resetting Spider-Man's timeline. Yeah. Uh, and in, in so doing, got rid of some things that were really good and really impactful to Spider-Man's story. Uh, his his love and his relationship with Mary Jane and their daughter, May, May Parker, mm-hmm. right? Was a huge, awesome thing that had happened. And we just got rid of that entirely. And we just reset it back to need it. factory default Spider-Man, right? 
So this was something that, well, like I said, it didn't get a lot of uh, attention. It was terrible. Like it was just a thing that threw out so much of what made Spider-Man a enduring, relatable character. Mm-hmm. And they've brought some of those things back in subsequent things because then they introduced us to the Spider-Verse and we got to see, oh, there is a universe where May Parker exists and she's Spider-Girl, right? We got to see that happen, yep. which was cool, but it was part of our Spider-Man. It was part of main Spider-Man right. continuity. And we've proven time and time again, and on at least on the DC side, that the progeny, the offspring, the adopted children... Growing up and, and coming into their own is is a great, important part of the story. It's okay for Batman to take a back seat to Nightwing. 100%. It's okay for Superman to take a back seat to John Kent. It's okay to do those things. And that's what Spider-Man was building to, was this moment where it's okay for Peter to relax. She's out there. She's got it. She's protecting the whole city. Holding shit down. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the legacy of comics and, and Brand New Day or One More Day or I don't even remember the fuck what it was, it was called. called. It was one of those things. Uh, was just an example of a really bad story that was attempting to do what they thought the fans wanted, which obviously blew up in their faces and it's hated well, among it, comic fans. Like, this is one of the things that I I mean, think, this is a thing that is universal, though. Yeah, I, I think, don't think you could talk to a Spider-Man comic fan and then say, yeah, that was great. I think publishers need to understand that one of the things that makes these characters fun is that there is so fucking much after, after 60 years of Spider-Man. Okay. Um, we have so many different stories that anybody, any one person can find something, an arc that they like within Spider-Man. Absolutely. And that, that makes for good shit. So guess what? Just leave it all, leave it alone. Who fucking cares? And I, I think opening up the, the multiversal idea. Yeah. You can split it up. You can have this be a different universe. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, man, leave it alone. Who fucking cares? It doesn't have to make sense. It's a goddamn comic book. Well, yeah. I mean, it's make your arc make sense. It's one of those things, you know, that uh, we've talked about it on the show before, but it's one of those things with the MCU and people kind of being down on how it feels very disconnected. And I'm just like, yeah, guys, but that's comics sometimes. Yep. Comics don't all have to be connected to, to have a big crossover later. You know, they don't have to be. Not at it's all. It's fine that they do their own things. Uh, you know, one of the things that I heard a lot back when, like, uh, well, what's a good example? Iron Man 3 is a good example. Came out, and the president gets kidnapped in that movie. And the question I got is, where the hell's Captain America? The president got kidnapped? That's, that feels like a Captain America job, right? It's a government guy. <laughs> uh, so, and I remember going, you guys, you got to look at this from the perspective of a comic fan, right? From a comic reader. I read Invincible Iron Man. I read Captain America. I read Thor. And I also read Avengers, right? They have little solo adventures Mm -hmm. that are just about them. And maybe sometimes there'll be cameos. And that happens. That's happened in movies, right? Happens all the time, yeah. We had had Falcon and (laughs) Ant-Man. Right. (laughs) That happens, right, sometimes. But it doesn't have to be that way all the time. And that's why I think the MCU is good, right, is it's structured in that way. We don't have to call everybody for every little thing. Right. Sometimes we can just be watching Iron Man's adventures. Sometimes we can just be watching Captain America's adventures. I agree. And then 
Avengers will bring them all together and we'll have a big adventure that's that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's bigger when, than all of them. They all when, need to come together. That's for when it. we do this big thing. We break out the big stick and we hit the big bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we've done Thanos. We've done Ultron. We've done, uh, we're, we're going to do Kang. There are things that are bigger than individual characters. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, you do the big crossovers. It's why I read all the solo books and I read Avengers, right? Because Avengers is the He's book. Get well, Avengers is the book where it's this is this is a threat too big for any one of us. Right, we right. need to team up on this. Um, so yeah, that. But again, I don't think you're going to find a Spider-Man fan that is going to say, "Yeah, it was great." It's not. It's bad. It's really bad, and it and it spits in the face of uh, longtime comic fans who enjoy continuity. I enjoy continuity. That is one of the things about comics that I like, and I and I like people who can retcon because that's what this was. Let's be honest; it was a retcon. But I, but I like people who can retcon gracefully, mm-hmm. right? Who can retcon uh, in a way that makes me feel like everything has changed, but nothing has changed. If, if, yeah, if you can tip your hat to that which came before you yes, and, and then tell your story, you are a good comic book writer. Yes. And like uh, your Hickmans and stuff like that are very Absolutely. good at that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I can completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, so... I, one thing that got a lot of attention, and it was it was at a tumultuous time. Oh, we're back to another one that's got a lot of attention. Okay, it, it, it did right. get a lot of attention. It was right. uh, Death of Wolverine. Uh, it didn't get as much as Death of Superman. It didn't get, it, but that was one that was talked yeah, about. I mean, quite I remember seeing it talked about in the news, and, and it stuff. was it yeah. was this weird thing because it was a like a five issue miniseries. Um, it was supposed to be this fucking big epic thing, and all they did was take Wolverine off the shelf for a minute. Yeah. And basically try to put him on hold so Fox wasn't getting shit out of him. They encased him in adamantium. Yeah, so what Fox did is they said, okay, here's old man Logan. It was an incredible thing that happened there. It was. It was. They resulted in, that resulted in one of the best movies they ever made. Yeah, it was incredible. Great movie. So, yeah, that was one of those things. I want to watch it right now. Every time someone brings it up, I'm just like, let's watch it right now. Dude, it's a fucking great (laughs) flick. It's a great movie. It's a great (laughs) flick, man. And. It's, it's and it's not great because it's a great X Men flick. It's great because it's a great it's human a good story. Movie. It's a great yeah. human story that is driven not by MacGuffin but by characters and the yes. arcs that they're going through. Absolutely, yeah, no, it's great. It's absolutely, people could learn a lot of lessons from that film. It's a lot of filmmakers. It's one of the best uh, superhero movies to come out over the last twenty years. I would say, not the best. It one is. Of it is one of the best. I will agree. Yeah, it's uh, one I, of the I best. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's a good standalone movie, which I think. Makes yeah. it even more special. Yeah, you didn't need to see the other Wolverine movies to watch Not it. Not at all. And you just watch it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Death of Wolverine was one that I thought was interesting. It was a big deal. And... It, it was yes. odd. It, it was, was not a really big story, though. It kind of ended no, on a... No, it, it was totally... <laughs> like, he's doing this weird fucking <coughs> mob contract. Well, he got revenge. He got revenge, ultimately, in the end. He got revenge on the Weapon X people, yeah. right? And that was that was kind of a thing that was a long time coming. But in getting revenge, he got encased. He got, like, covered in liquid adamantium. Yeah, and it and, hardens, and you see him and just yeah, he just, he just, like, turns into an adamantium statue of himself. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. It was a really weird thing. And then when they brought him back, they kind of just glazed over how he got out of there, if I remember right. I don't remember them no, actually they did, they giving didn't. a definitive answer they as didn't. to how he got out of there. They didn't. They were like, well, I feel like they just, someone just found the cocoon. And it was open, and he was gone. And it was just like, well, but yeah, how? No, that was exactly <laughs> but how did he get out of exactly there? exactly fucking stupid. <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, 
So yeah, that was yeah, that was it. Was not a great story. It no. was it had some cool moments, uh, but it was the, not a great story. The fucking story. cover was incredible too, man. Sure, it, it had they, beautiful they, art. They, they have death holding Wolverine in his arms, like that was such, actually a variant cover. It was, I guess. Yeah, yeah that was. But a, it, there was a such Frank cool Cho imagery, cover, I believe, associated with it. And yeah, dog shit story, man. Nah, not a great story. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's that one. I remember seeing people talking about that one. Like I remember seeing like news outlets talking about that one, but that was not controversial at all. It's weird. It's a weird thing where a lot of the biggest controversial moments that piss off the fans and get the fans talking, no one cares about. Right. It's only the moments that can be that polarizing. Sure. Captain America's a Nazi. Well, that that was the thing that was so interesting about that because Death of Wolverine. Wolverine's going to die. I remember being in the shop and talking to people about it and they're like, this is fucking stupid. And like, I mean, I don't remember everybody, anybody ever getting that angry about I, it. I talked to a couple of guys that were like, this is bullshit. But you can't kill him like this. Well, everybody, everybody, so you hit the nail on the head earlier with what you were saying. I definitely, when people would get animated about it, I'm mm-hmm. just like, guys, look, it's just to stop giving Fox access to the best characters and their stories. Right. As soon as this changes, Wolverine will be back. He ain't going nowhere. He's no. the golden goose. Like, well, we, he's we, not going to go. We all knew that, I think. Well, it was the same with the Superman. Whole thing, right? yeah. I mean, that was at a time when it wasn't such a cliche that people die and come back. That death felt like it was going to be permanent, but it was not permanent. It, it was not at all. Let's be honest, right? There was no way it was ever going to be. Uh, do you have Do you have any more that you want to jump into here before we wrap up? No, those were those were kind of the big ones um, that I had on my list. I didn't really. I didn't make a list. I was just going to oh, feed on a... yours. The death of Wolverine one was something that I remember. Uh, a few folks getting butthurt about in the shop. Yeah. And uh, I mean, myself included, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, and I knew what it was. It was just stupid. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was this weird pissing contest between Marvel and Fox. Yeah. Very odd. No, thing. yeah. I mean, I had a list uh, of stuff that I just thought, because again, I, 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 I liked the idea of going over things that, you know, captured the country's attention versus things that were much, Worse, or or in some cases more controversial that just didn't. No, no, no. Uh, dead Superman. Uh, dead or, I'm Superman, sorry. Yeah, dead Superman. Dead gay and, Superman. And Nazi Captain America. And Nazi Captain America yeah, were huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's the things they can latch onto and inflame the audience about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anger media. It's bad. <laughs> um, you guys need to go to entertainthegeeky.com. You can follow us on all of our social media there. Imagination. Sorry, I saw that and had to. I had to speak on it. Um, you can follow us on all of our social media there. If uh, if you have not already, like, comment, subscribe. We appreciate all of that. Is there anything that you think has been more controversial than what we've talked about today? Oh, we uh, barely scratched the surface. I mean, of barely, barely. But oh, yeah, yeah. Th- this would be a four-hour long conversation right, yeah, otherwise. Yeah. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let us know. We can, uh, we'll we talk can about them in a future it. video. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, as always. Stay geeky.